It's 2005. You open your Hotmail to find a typo-filled monolith of an email. If you don't forward it to 10 people by midnight tonight, you'll be cursed with a gruesome death, much like the last unfortunate soul who didn't forward the email, allegedly. So how did we get from Pharaoh's curses to this? Hello and welcome to the Hoke Poke Pod, the show where we explore the strange and unusual. Really? We're just two idiots poking things we don't understand. So join us as we dare to ask the questions that nobody wants answered, such as, can curses be transmitted through broadcast TV? Could going to a yard sale ultimately kill you? And was the Pharaoh's Curse the first pyramid scheme? I'm Erica. And I'm Emily. Oh, and watch out, um, if you don't listen to the episode until the very end, you will die. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting into threats now. (laughs) Forcing people to listen. That's a a great way to (laughs) up listen to shit. Yeah, yeah. Increase our share. If you don't forward this podcast to 10 people and get them to listen to the end too, you'll also die. So really, guys, this one's important. Blow it up on Spotify. (laughs) Please, please, guys, for your safety. So curses Curses. is one that we've been talking about for a very long time and we decided that there was so much to cover, we needed to do a past, a present and a future because there is a lot to cover and we will try our best because, as we know, we are not qualified. (laughs) Yeah, by any measure. The limited vocab and research we have done, we're going to try and answer all your questions. Yes, and there has to be hypothetical questions because we didn't sort of get any questions before this, but... (laughs) Just like, yeah. <laughs> so if we, if we don't answer our question, like, I guess tough, <laughs> this one's not for you. Um, <laughs> but, like, okay, like you said, yeah, curses are so, I think, ubiquitous with the supernatural and they've been yeah. popping up throughout almost, like, the beginning of the podcast. But it's such a big topic. It kind of needed its own episode. Even then, I think it's going to keep coming back to it because there are so many types of curses. There are. And I think a lot of my research was based off a book that I bought maybe last year very famous book. I think it's won a few awards. It's called Cursed Objects by J.W. Ocker. And the whole thing is about cursed objects. In my research, actually, an interview with this guy popped up. Yeah. So there There you go. There we go. Yeah. He's well known. I've got a few quotes from him. And if he's listening, hello, we think you're great. (laughs) I got nervous now. (laughs) Basically, if we wanted to start on kind of what what is a curse? What What is a curse? So he says, in law, it's an inanimate item that brings misfortune, harm, or death to its owners or those with whom it comes in contact. See, I think we're already off to an interesting start mm. because Oka is, is, I guess, limiting it to a, a physical object, right? Yeah. Like a curse has to be an cursed item. Yeah. Whereas to me, I I would have sort of gone a curse can just be like I can put a curse on someone. Mm, yeah. Sort of without a physical talisman or representation or whatever you want to call it. Where do you sit on that? Do you think like like could I theoretically just curse you without having like a jar of worms or whatever? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think you'd have to have very strong intent. Okay. Because I guess the whole thing, well, in particular with curses and cursed items, I guess what differs them from, let's say, possessions or hauntings. Yeah, also is good that question. There's not any kind of spirit intelligence involved. So it's like 
these curses have come about by someone who's purposefully cursed them or it's happened by happenstance. So I guess if you sat there and went, I really hate you and I want something bad to happen to you. Okay. The next, when I stub my toe, I could blame it on you, I guess. Yeah, true. That's another question. Can you <laughs> blame something terrible on someone who wished you harm? Well, I mean, I think that's the thing as well. Like, like obviously you have the sort of fun curses, <laughs> which are like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's a cursed amulet. If you touch it, you'll be like whatever. Or, yeah. oh, this is a cursed room, and if you open it up, you'll be doomed to sickness. Those are kind of the fun <laughs> campy curses I guess but I think the majority of people's interaction with curses would be I've had a whole bunch of bad and I've heard this before from people I've had a whole bunch of bad luck lately Mm. I've gotten sick my mom's gotten sick my dog had to go to the vet someone must have cursed us yeah which I think is a I think I think that's a very interesting way to approach life But, I mean, also, Ocker says this in his book. He says it's easier to say this thing is the cause of my problems as opposed to I'm the cause of my problems. <laughs> you don't have to accept any responsibility for your own questionable decisions, even though you don't decide if your dog goes to the vet. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But I think it is easier to say it must be a curse. Yeah, I think it's definitely like people search for answers, especially in times mm. of, you know, upset and confusion. And I think it's very easy to blame a curse yeah. and then have sort of a target for your anger as opposed to just being frustrated with something that you can't change i guess it's the age that oh if i'm cursed i can do something Mm. about it i can break the curse i can find the person who did it you have kind of i guess an outlet and a focus as opposed to if it's like oh well i'm just having a run of bad luck this sucks and i can't do anything about it yeah is a very sort of hopeless feeling it's a very human response we find patterns to try and gain control and our autonomy back Mm. in our lives we do and i think okay so i I guess we'll we'll say then that curses i guess can be disattached disattached not attached Mm. to a physical object right maybe like like a virus they just hop yeah right like it's like bad vibes you know what i mean like i'm like the evil eye okay Mm. classic curse oldest curse someone's given me the evil eye yeah they've like cursed you with bad luck Mm. would you qualify that as a curse Yes, I would, because that comes under misfortune. And it's I been guess cast you could you. also argue that the cursed item is yourself. Someone has a place to curse in you. Oh, my goodness. Have I just blown this thing wide open? I, I think you have. <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> is this the past? <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> All right, yeah, we got a little. I mean, we talk about past, present, and future. We're like, not on like a chronological time scale, but rather like the time scale of a curse. You know what I mean? So let's start with what is a curse? How does one do a curse? Mm. You know, what can be cursed? Mm. So it looks like the past is, hey, we want to curse something or someone. What's the process for that? What does that look like? Oka says, and ob- well, this is with object, I guess, people too. Um, they can become cursed when someone with powerful and mystical knowledge hexes it. Who, yeah. Or this is my favorite, or whatever it is, could have been present at the scene of a great tragedy absorbing dark energy like a battery and powering other tragedies going forward okay so this was my next question can that a curse can be placed on an item sort Mm. of just by the environment it doesn't have to be something man-made so and that's an interesting example because i think one of a very famous cursed item Mm. and i've got a few examples for us today but one of them is little bastard (laughs) which (laughs) Are you just, is that, is that your new nickname for me? 
<laughs> Little Bastard was James Dean's car. Oh, I think I heard about this. Yeah, yes, do go so obviously on. James Dean died very tragically, very young in 1955. Mm. And a week before his death, he had bought a little Porsche thing, like a little racing car. Mm. And he had called it Little Bastard and got it done hard when he was very proud and loved this vehicle. And then one of his friends, actor friends, like warned him about it. He mm-hmm. was like, don't get in the car, don't go driving. And, but he did. And then a week later, mm. he was in that horrific car accident and he died. Mm. But then where this kind of idea of a curse came from, and obviously it was a very public death. Mm. Um, James Dean was a huge superstar at the time. Was that the parts of this car, because it was a very unique car, they were actually stripped and bought and added to two different cars. Oh, interesting. And then a year later, both those cars on the same day crashed. One very yeah. grievously injuring their driver but not killing him. Mm. Um, the other car did kill the driver. Wow. And so it was this suddenly this huge idea that this curse mm. was in Little Bastard and it's what had killed James Dean and then it was because mm. they tried to take the parts and use them in other cars that that curse kind of travelled forward. So it wasn't oh. targeted at people. Yeah. It was just, like you said, the bad energy of this tragedy was, mm. I guess, encased in the vehicle mm. and then that curse sort of travelled forward and created two new tragedies. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, from that. So we don't think it was inherently already cursed. It was from this big tragic event, do we think? Or well, do you think the car came out of the, the garage? See, that's the thing. Like, I, feel like, I feel like it, I understand the theory of someone placing a curse on an item, mm. like saying, hey, this is my magical box, I'm going to curse it so anyone who fucks with me gets cursed. Yeah. And I can understand the theory behind terrible tragedy happens, the physical item involved in the tragedy absorbs that mm. whatever and that makes it cursed. Mm. I can't really come to terms with the idea that a car is just comes out of the machine bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> otherwise, you know, you go to Kmart, you pick up a water bottle and it's cursed. You know, I feel like that's a bit, because then where do curses come from? Well, that's the thing. Is that is that also just maybe you something you don't want to come to terms with because in case you go to Kmart <laughs> and pick up a cursed mug? Wait, but do you believe that a curse could just come organically with an item? I think so. What if the what? mechanic who was building the car was like going through a really bad breakup? Okay, okay. See, but then that's that's energy from a person. Mm. We just don't know that it's in the water bottle. Yeah, I'm saying. Does anything just fully just do curses just pop up in this universe, fully formed of their own? Hmm. Well, I guess as Oka says, a cursed object is not cursed if it only acts spooky. It has oh. to bring enough misfortune <laughs> to people. So you can't just say that weird looking thing over there must be cursed. It's cursed. Okay. It has to so I guess in terms of a car, I don't know. I think that's next level. So maybe you could have spooky items mm-hmm. but not cursed items. Yeah. Apropos of like nothing. Yeah. It's different categories. <laughs> spooky and cursed. That's really cute. Because um, <laughs> I, I think, see, but then, okay, well, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. If negative energy can theoretically curse an item. Yeah. Right? You Just say you pick up uh, that water bottle from Kmart. Yeah. And just for whatever reason, it's really spooky, right? Like you place <laughs> it on the table and it catches the light in a way that makes it look, I don't know, menacing, whatever. <laughs> Imagine. 
I'm trying. <laughs> okay. So then you suddenly you're like, whoa, I, I don't like this water bottle. It's really spooky. Mm-hmm. And what if your negative attitude towards the water bottle is enough to manifest oh, a real curse? It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like a, it's like a tulpa, right? That's what a tulpa is. Like so many oh, people believe in something that it becomes true. Yeah. I guess maybe then a curse could manifest organically. Sort of it's not really organic, but like the source is just kind of its own. You're feeding into you're your, feeding own curse. Into your own curse. You're feeding the curse. Yeah, you're, you've created the curse. Right. I mean, you asked whether curses need upkeep, right? That's probably all the upkeep needed. Like, oh, no, it's all from the curse. So then to stop a curse, could you maybe just stop believing in a curse? Yeah, yeah just ignore it. Pretend <laughs> just it's ignore not there. It, right? Like if I refuse to believe in a curse, can I really be cursed by it? Hmm. hmm. <laughs> Through the power <laughs> of suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> the power of, like, willful ignorance. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Okay. And now I'm actually kind of. Maybe mm-hmm. you could, right? I mean, I guess that depends what you think a curse is. Like, mm. if you think a curse is an actual mm. energy that mm. exists. Like someone hexes you. Like someone hexes you, puts a curse on you or yeah. an item. Then surely you'd also have to believe that, like, the power of thought isn't going to just get rid of it. Yeah. I guess you can just close your eyes and not look at the burning around you, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I don't know. You'd have to find a witch, I think. That gets into all kinds of, because, yeah, who does the curses? Who does a curse? I mean, that's another good question for our, our past segment. Mm. Who can curse? Can anyone curse an item? I think anyone can. Like I you think- said, if you can do it accidentally too, and if it's any tragedy can manifest a curse, surely anyone can do a curse. I think they can because Ock actually says this. In terms of objects, there's a ton of ways because every culture and religion and group on the planet seems to have their own method of cursing objects. Apparently, it's a very human thing to do. This can be anything from using cursing stones, wooden plaques, fruit and vegetables, effigies and dolls. So apparently, some say you can curse anything, thinking negative thoughts Jesus. and direct it at an vi- individual. So it's the thought that counts, not the <laughs> method. So oh, that leads on to another question I had. Can any item be cursed? Like a yeah, water bottle I from think Kmart. so. A water bottle from Kmart. You're hell bent on this water bottle I from am, Kmart. I, am. I just need to get you one now. <laughs> it's literally because I got my water bottle here and I'm really thinking about going to Kmart when my tax return comes in. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Next time we can find out whether you have a haunted, a haunted water well, bottle. Well, curse. I shouldn't say haunted. No, you're right because as I'm, I've learned. Haunted mm-hmm. has to be demons or ghosts, yeah, right? Yeah, and a cursed has to be human based. Yeah, <sighs> there's yeah, cursed items have no intelligence. <gasps> Wait, it's okay, just no, it's real. Here's bad. a question. Here's a real question. Mm. If I curse an item, mm-hmm. right? Just say the water bottle from Kmart. It's cursed. That's a cursed item. Yeah, but then I die. <laughs> It's still cursed. Okay, it's not now haunted because it's a ghost that did it? No, you'd have to, I think you'd have to use some kind of ceremony where you go into the bottle and God. live there like a genie or okay. something. Okay, all right, cool, 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 cool. I think that's that's next level. That's a different episode. Genies? Getting Erica into, <laughs> into the game on water items <laughs> okay. as a ghost. <laughs> okay, so another question I have about pre-cursing items, like planning mm, to curse Pre-cursing, <laughs> like preheating an oven? <laughs> If I'm, <laughs> if I'm like prepping the ingredients, if I'm intentionally trying to curse, mm-hmm. does it have to be targeted at an individual person? Can it be a collective or can it just be like 
like a spell. You know what I mean? In mm. that, like, he's an, he's a book. If you open the book, you get cursed. It doesn't matter who opens the book, just whomever. This is interesting you ask this because I legitimately was wondering that about the Cursed Objects book because as soon as I bought that, oh. a lot of bad luck happened in, in our house. A lot of weird stuff happened. <gasps> and I did notice on the back it says this book is cursed. What? So that is actually something, and I have thought about multiple times and I think I thought about dropping it off to your house and I did talk to you about it and you were like sure um because I was like I'm still half convinced that it was the book that brought all this misfortune but you know what led me to that point so I think maybe you know the the author sat there and went all these books going to curse everyone it's pretty like well selling right that's a big curse it's a yeah (laughs) but Okay, but then if it's like a, it's not like the author didn't sit down with that specific book, right? Yeah. So does that mean that it is, I guess, just coming out of the factory cursed? (laughs) In the factory line, they're like, you're cursed, you're cursed. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, can you curse an item that you don't physically have with you? Like, can I theoretically Mm. curse something in Korea? In Korea, <laughs> you might Korea. have to have a visual. Probably not. I feel like you have to be in the vicinity. Unless maybe you're like a really good, powerful witch. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe. you'd have to be really powerful, hexy. Yeah, but hexy, then but, sexy so witch. You- <laughs> <laughs> and it is important you're sexy. All your curses <laughs> don't stick, ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> take comfort that if you're under a really strong curse, someone sexy, super cast on you. Do with that what you will. Silver linings. <laughs> Good lord. Okay. <laughs> Please go on. <laughs> okay, so you can, you can, but can you like object, right? Like curse mm. the book, anyone charges it. So that's a valid curse. I think so. And then yeah. could you target like a group of people? Like I want everyone mm. in my, you know, class to get cursed. <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> like that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Well, I guess, yeah, could you, you curse could. a stranger? How well do you need to know? Like, if I wanted to curse a random politician I never met, could I curse them? I feel like getting a curse onto a person is probably a bit harder than just cursing an object and giving it to them. Yeah, actually, that's true. I feel like it's a bit harder. You'd be like, hang on, stand there. I just need to think some really negative <laughs> things about you. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Like, I did try to look it up, all these answers, but, I mean, that's the thing. Curses are so varied. Every culture has hundreds of years of history of curses. Yeah. And everyone says every conceivable thing about them. Yeah. There are so many answers. There are a lot of answers. Yeah. Which I guess brings us to the present of curses. The present. So I guess we figured out now how to place a curse Mm -hmm. and who can and and what can be cursed. How do you know if you are cursed? What happens if a curse is done upon you? If the wrath is brought upon you, probably... That a lot of misfortune is happening mm-hmm. at the similar time. There's a lot of similar cases that I read about that I'm sure you came across as well, where it's like that, I think, mummy that was unearthed in like the snow, all the people that operated on it died. With, it was like seven deaths within a year. Mm. So I think that's enough, you know, and like the curse of like the movie Poltergeist where like yes, yes. it's enough for enough things to happen in a period of time. It could mm-hmm. be up to like 30 years where it's like people and people see it as a curse and like glee as well. That's glee. also the curse of glee because um, like cast members and crew members have died through various circumstances so people believe there's like a curse. Jesus. I mean, I mean like Macbeth, the famous yeah. play, Macbeth. You can't say that 
in a theater unless you're actually in the play or the theater will be cursed. You can't say the Macbeth, word Macbeth in a theater. You have to call it the Scottish play. Really? Is that yeah. real? Yeah, that's real. Don't go into a theater and say Macbeth. People will freak. Or it curses the theater. Yeah, it curses the theater and the people in it. Bad luck. Oh, okay. Well, then you like, answered. You know, lights falling on people's heads and whatnot. That answered your earlier question. Can you curse a bunch of people, a bunch of strangers in a room? True. Just go into a theater and say, say Macbeth. Macbeth. You're right. And then walk out. That's <laughs> <laughs> so evil. I feel like you'd get a pretty heavy dose of cursage in that one. <laughs> cursage. Uh, I mean, but yeah, that's, I, think, I think looking it up, a lot of modern curses, the answer is pretty much like, oh, if just bad things are happening to yes. you, you're getting ill. It was very nondescript, mm. which I think, I mean, I, I think it makes sense because I don't believe in curses, but mm. I guess also if it's a very specific curse obviously i think every curse is obviously very individual to the person who cursed them mm. yeah so it's very hard to know if you're cursed unless you specifically know why and by whom and and sometimes i guess it could manifest itself differently in yeah. everyone's houses in everyone's lives yeah where what brings death and destruction to one person is just another person i don't know loses some money or something and this was the other question we touched on this earlier. If you do get cursed or you curse someone, mm. now a lot of the classic curse result in death, which is pretty mm. final. You know what I mean? You cast the curse, yeah. they die, curse done. Or isn't. Right? <laughs> death is only the beginning. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but, yeah, mummy curses, right? Mm. Like the, the fairies curse, yeah. the oldest curse you know, in pop culture, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, tell me about this curse. Right, so that, that did have sort of, I guess, real origins. I mean, the realist origins of it, even outside of any supernatural explanation, is that a lot of Egyptian tombs were actually inscribed with curses. Wow. Like, and so Why they, was that? Um, Part of their, like, burial rites, their beliefs was that, like, disturbing... The tomb was a really sort of... Right. ...like, heinous thing to do. Yeah. And so there'd be inscriptions sort of describing what would happen to people who did do it. Wow. Um, yeah. and Was like that really, to deter grave robbers and stuff as well? Um, I, I'd have to imagine partly. Mm. Or it's like a sacred thing if I they were pharaohs. I think it's a sacred and, thing, yeah, because yeah, I, I think a lot of the people whose remains we have in tombs, obviously if you're wealthy enough to have a tomb, you're someone of relatively high yeah. status. Yeah. But like a very famous and very cool curse written upon mm. um, this old, uh, old kingdom tomb. Bizarre. As for all men who shall enter this, my tomb, impure, there will be judgment, and the end shall be made for him. Mm. I shall seize his neck like a bird, and I shall cast the fear of myself into him. Whoa. Right? Fucking sick curse. Like, <laughs> I love it. I think that curse is so cool. Get I want that, that on, on a my shirt. tombstone. Get that on a mug. Absolutely. <laughs> I, that is such a cool curse, right? So that was partially where the sort of idea of, of Egyptian pharaohs mm. being curses because they actually had inscribed curses. Right. Well, that makes but sense. But then um, in 1922, the very, very famous archaeological dig uncovered Tutankhamun's mm. lost yeah. like, uh, burial place. Yeah. And about, I think it's like seven or eight people mm. who were, were part of that excavation yep. team died yep. within like a couple of years. Yeah. And all in different ways, like the main financier, he died of like blood poisoning pretty quickly. Uh, another financer visited a year later and got sick within a few months of visiting. Wow. Um, some excavator like killed themselves. 
And apparently, and this source is a little bit iffy, but apparently wrote in like their suicide note, I have succumbed to a curse which forces me to disappear. What the heck? Okay. You know. Ominous. um, Very ominous. There was the secretary, like, who entered the tomb also was murdered, like, four years later, like, smothered in their sleep and no one ever figured out who did it. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Exactly. It wasn't just deaths. It was... Awful deaths. And then yeah. they took, obviously, Tutankhamun's body out and the x-ray, the radiologist who did the x-ray, he died three yeah. days after doing the x-ray of an illness that, like, happened overnight. Oh, my God. So do they say it's, like, you can get cursed for even going into a museum and looking at him? Um, I don't How think far? they do now. But the idea is that anyone who I- interacted with the body or entered the tomb in that first. The tomb, yeah. Yeah, in, in that first sort of year of excavation it was really that first group got cursed and that that blew up that was like wildly popular yeah partially because arthur conan doyle believed in the curse and wrote about it oh (laughs) (laughs) but he also believed in fairies so like i he he was an influential figure but maybe didn't have like all his screws tight yeah (laughs) (laughs) all his ducks in a row but he he actually is a big part that the the theory of the pharaoh's curse was so prolific because he Interesting. So in terms of Pharaoh's curse being the first pyramid scheme. Yeah. Okay, well, this is what because we were talking about email chains, right? Beginning of the podcast. Oh, my God. They have been threatening email chains, (laughs) cursed email chains, (laughs) urban legends. They date actually quite far back before emails into letters and they went out of control back in like I think 18th century maybe and a lot yeah a lot of this stuff was kicking around in the Egyptian times pharaoh's curse it was that age of like archaeological exploration yeah and it all sort of it all I guess (laughs) rolled down like a pyramid into yeah. <laughs> what would eventually be email chains like they yeah. kind of were the first pyramid schemes in that the idea mm. was you have to pass this curse on to other people to prevent the curse from happening uh, to you yeah which is the classic email scam classic like the ring plot yeah. line as well but with these terrifying emails that like you know normally start with a warning urging you not to continue or else which just entices you to read it <laughs> i also feel like this is gonna date us like I know. so badly <laughs> i know this was in like let's say yeah These 2005 everywhere, everywhere. and then they tell us some generic story like a girl who was bullied and found in a well and then always if wells. you don't always fucking yeah, girls I don't know down what well. it was with the wells it's always teenage girls got bullied in a well Killed people. Do you know what? I just realized it's from the ring. That's when, it's like, around the ring came yeah, out. Right, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. You'll show the videotape to people, or you get cursed. Were they all just ring that, rips? Yeah, that I think we solved that. We're millennials. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they're going to be at the foot of your bed tonight, and the last person who didn't do this yet died. died. And it's like, what proof? The proof is not in the pudding. There is no pudding. No, it's not here. <laughs> and they were always like terribly formatted, filled with typos. So bad. Half a capital letters. But who makes these and how would they get anything out of that? So, and apparently, and people have Googled, has anyone died from <laughs> not forwarding a chain Surely email? Not. Yeah, there are no recorded. But the thing is, is that how would how you, you prove? Know? How would you know? Unless you're searching through all their spam folders. Yeah. <laughs> Post-step. You know Post what I mean? Morning. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with curse. It, can you blame a curse in general or is it just unfortunate what happened to you? I mean, I guess that's the big question. Do you believe in curses? I 
you know, you're not going to sit here and tell me that you don't believe in curses. No, I do. Of course you believe I in curses. I definitely believe in curses. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't really know. I think they manifest differently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. depending on the object, depending on where you are. Because that's the thing. Could you go to a yard sale, garage sale, mm-hmm. and pick up something that was in some old lady's house and something terrible happened to their family and now you've brought that home? How do you prove that? I go up shopping all the time and I'm like, that you could do, also yeah. be the reason hey. for my misfortunes. I need to bless my clothing. <laughs> yeah. 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 True. Pre-loved or pre-hated. <laughs> we have to wonder. That's good. That's good. I like that. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess that's the thing. Like, and and also, if you if you think you're cursed, like, what is there to do about it? Like, either mm. you you think it's this freaky mug I bought home from the yard yes. sale, and great, you smash the mug, burn the mug, whatever, exercise the mug, or you think it's this generic like evil eye. Well, Oka has an answer for this. Oh, actually, amazing. So. He says that, yeah, what, surely we can do something about it. What can we do if we what figure out? What can we do out, for we, curse? Now we're on to the, the future of curses. Because it's what's so insidious, I think, about objects that are cursed is how mundane they are. Yes. So Yes, they're if, very rarely like evil yeah, corpses or It's just dolls like a trunk. Shit. Yes. A yeah. wooden trunk, you know. If you start having misfortune in your life or people in your life start dying, you're never going to suspect the rocking chair or the or the ottoman. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. True. Or you'd look like a crazy person. But if you do, send that thing to one of those museums of cursed objects. <laughs> they exist. So just ship them off. <laughs> there is a recipe for deactivating them that is salt okay. and prayer, water and sunlight. Yeah, but I got salt he, a lot. he recommends just to get rid of it. Wow, that's so pretty easy. If it's you, I don't have any advice for you. Well, if it's see, I've got a little advice if it is you. Ooh, okay. I mean, and once again, it's really difficult because pretty much everything says something totally different. And the the consensus is unless you know hmm. who and how exactly you've been cursed, it's very difficult to undo it. Hmm. But there are generic tips. Hmm. Bathe in salt. Yep. Good one. A lot of salt. A lot of salt. Um, I mean, I think it has to be like, you know, just add some to water. I don't know. Nice salty bath bomb. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can cleanse. We should start your a business. S- oh my Hot God. Damn. Oh, curse, anti curse. Salty, salty bath, bath bombs. bombs. Nice. That wouldn't be hard to do. No. Right. Let's some- take this offline. <laughs> Please continue. Um, <laughs> what should this person do? There's like runes and sigils that you can write mm-hmm. and keep up around your person. Obviously, crystals play a big part. Yes, people yep. into different types of crystals have different crystals, vibrations, energies. Yep. Yeah. Aside from that, the consensus consensus was really like if you don't know who or what, like good mm. <laughs> <could> luck. <laughs> Which is a bit <laughs> grim, right? What if I just thought of this? What if it, you think it's you that's cursed, so you can somehow move that curse into an object and then get rid of the object? Oh, that's actually genius. Thank you. I think that's a really good solution. Thank you. So salt bath bombs and then just a ceramic something they can move their curse into yeah, any, after anything. the bath. Yeah. Like, Maybe in the bath. Do you have know. an old bit of furniture you want to get rid of anyway? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Sit on it. You're getting a new bookshelf, so <laughs> put the curse on the old bookshelf. Ship it off to a museum. <laughs> right? My goodness. I think this also, you know, would really help our other episode about, you know, living in a cursed, just trying to make your home 
the worst luck well, possible. That's just the thing. I think I think in doing this research and thinking about curses, I was really bumping into the fact like bad luck and curses mm. is what is it different or is it kind of the same thing? I think it's kind of the same thing. It all fa- falls under the umbrella of misfortune. I think it's it's almost like bad luck is a symptom of a curse. Yes, but yeah, then exactly. surely bad luck would just exist regularly as well true yeah there's coincidences Hmm. and then there's not (laughs) yeah exactly i guess and i guess okay also i have another question we we talked about (laughs) curses cursed emails Mm. right would that theoretically do you believe an email chain could be cursed not that those email chains we sent when we were 12 were cursed but do you think (laughs) Do you think, like, there could be a cursed email chain? I'm going to say no because I'll get too scared if I say yes. (laughs) Because, like, like the ring, there are a lot of, as obviously the human world has moved into the era of technology. Yeah. But people still believe in curses and are attempting to curse people. Yeah. So a lot of our curses have evolved into a digital format. That's true. Which is terrifying. And a lot of, I mean, a lot to do with curses is just based on fear and curiosity. It's kind of a fight between the two. It's like I'm really curious about looking at this but also I don't want to die. But wouldn't that be amazing if I did because then it means it's cursed? Yes. (laughs) Now you're onto something, right? Like... It's a very Erica response, to be I mean, honest. I all, like, the classic, like, creepypasta is, like, oh, if you look at this picture, like, this evil girl, it's always evil girls who manifest in your house and tear out your eyeballs or yeah, whatever. Yeah, isn't that funny? It's always an evil always girl. evil women, huh? Let's, let's, mm, let's dissect that. that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, like, for instance, there's a really famous case from, I mean, it's, I wouldn't call mm. it a case. There's a really famous story from 1986, mm. this yeah. Japanese Kleenex commercial. Interesting. Like um, a tissue commercial. Yeah. Okay. That aired on public broadcast and got so many complaints that they yeah. actually ended up pulling it. Because um, <laughs> no everyone found it so disturbing. Wow. And, like, it's on YouTube. Like, you can check it out. We'll add a link on the website. Yeah. But it's, like, it's it's a little weird, like, and a little eerie. Yeah. But people were convinced it was cursed. How so? How was it eerie? I don't understand. It's, I mean, I can play it for you. It's the song, I think. It's like a little ogre baby sitting on a cloud and then a lady, like, floats a tissue past him and there's, like, this creepy little song playing. It is a weird ad. I'm not making any excuses I for I will read the comments first, <laughs> I think, to see if anyone says, do not watch this. <laughs> people do. People say if you watch it, people get sick, they get, like, die, oh they go God. insane. There are all these rumours that, like, the actor of it was admitted to a psychiatric hospital oh. with the baby and it died. Oh none, of them, none of them are founded on anything. Right. Like, I tried to look into it. There's really no evidence. For any of it. It's just kind of like a, um, another case of mass hysteria, potentially. Like, yeah, but it persevered. Like, there's still yeah, these rumors. Right. And then, of course, your email chain, your rings, your creepy pastas. All this idea of a curse can be technology as a curse. And you said with this commercial, people wrote in and complained people wrote about in and it. and complained about it. Because like they. En masse. They were being. Well, they felt like they were cursed or bad They just bad felt like it was happening. so uneasy. They just really hated it a lot. Interesting. Because it was really creepy. Mm. Well, it might be worth looking into who wrote the song. Were, were they like? No, it's like an American song. Like it's just a, it's Whoa. just you know, like some songs are a bit creepy. Yeah, when played in different contexts, like the Tulip song. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, if an item can be cursed and a person can be cursed, surely mm. the internet can be cursed. I definitely, yeah, 
Surely. Surely. Right? In which case, chain email, hypothetically, could be real. I, th- I guess that's true. Look, I'm not an IT magician, so I don't know physically how that would work, how how it would travel across Wi-Fi waves. <laughs> also, an IT magician, like, is that someone who's really good at IT or is that, like, someone who's really good at IT and magic and to understand how the two of them, like, coexist? It's both, right? Uh, yes. If anyone is an IT magician, I want to meet them. Like, that's such a cool job title. Yeah, true. Like, is it, like, the process of reading it that curses you? Is it yeah. The process? Like, okay, if you get one of those chain emails, let's just assume the curse is real, mm. right? If you get a chain email, you open it up, mm. but you can't read, do you mm-hmm. still get cursed? Uh, oh, my God. That's a good question. Right? Is the, is the curse in the knowledge that you have been cursed? It must be in the knowledge. Right? Because I feel like if you couldn't read, you that's you're not going to get cursed. No. Yeah. So then surely that email chain curse would still work if you just, like, mm. pinned it up to, like, a telegraph pole. And someone passing by read it. Oh, no. Surely the curse is in the knowing that you're cursed. Oh, so then no. maybe back to our original Tolpa idea, curses are just the fear of curses manifesting themselves. Mm, it all comes back around again. So then if you do think you're cursed, maybe the solution is genuinely just stop thinking you're cursed. <laughs> stop believing in the curse, baby. You know? Manifestation. That's Manifestation. what it means. Manifestation. You'll be able to get rid of it. I think you've solved this. Honestly. That's the future of the curse. Future of the curse. Just, guys, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. Put it out of your mind. If people start dying around you, well. well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for your loss. I'm like, that's, that's tough. But, I mean, you can't do anything about it anyway, right? Like, even, if, <laughs> even if people do start dying around you and you think it's because you're cursed, like, that's going to be a pretty powerful curse. I don't think Sage is going to fix it. Probably not. But also, are we making a curse by talking about curses to Shit. this extent? Yeah, hey. And now the person, people listening, listening to this, this are like, uh-oh, whoops. You're cursed now. It's too late. Uh, just, ba- yeah, bathe in salt bomb. Buy one of our salt bombs. <laughs> Pyramid scheme. <laughs> Pyramid scheme. Holy shit. This episode is just a whole ball of interlocking weaves. <laughs> threads that we have sewn. <laughs> Almost like a curse. <laughs> That's it. It'll be in the description. This episode is cursed. This episode is cursed. It probably will get more listeners, actually. Watch out. <laughs> yes, everyone loves a good curse. Everyone's enticed by a good curse. Yeah, it's okay. enticing. Our favourite little hypothetical question. And I, I don't know why I ask these, like, every week because I always know mm. the answer. If you... Just say we're, like, exploring an attic of some ancient aunt that we never knew existed, whatever. Yeah. And in there is, like, a big chest. Mm. And on the chest it says, like, this is cursed. And it's, like, wrapped up in chains or whatever. Oh, God. And it was, like, this is cursed. Don't open it or the curse will be unleashed. What would you do? Hell no. no. <laughs> I like, march Come away on. from that. You'd have, to, you'd have to be a little nah. curious. I feel like I'd, like, x-ray it to make sure it's not, like, anthrax or whatever. Like, yeah. And, I mean, I know anthrax <laughs> doesn't come up in an x-ray, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, what if it's literally like some kind of horrible, radiation, or yeah, some chemical shit. bomb inside or something? Yeah. I don't know. I I would get the authorities to look at it first True. before. Okay, assuming Why the authorities come and they they don't even have to open it, they can just like do a swab test and then like yeah, it's not anthrax, it's not a bomb. <laughs> like okay, it's then just invisible doom. <laughs> if, yeah, if the, if the authorities came and said it's physically safe, would you open it? No, I still wouldn't. <gasps> but I'm also confused wouldn't as you to want why. To know? Nah. <laughs> I'm also confused as to why it wasn't just destroyed. Why is it in chains? Mm, if it's, it's that dangerous. It can't be destroyed. 
Oh, God, yeah, I, I would steer clear from that. Because what are you going to do if now suddenly bad things start happening to you? Oh, I just don't. And the power of ignoring is not working anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I mean, I guess at that point, like, it, like, it would be bad and annoying. I probably still wouldn't believe it was a curse, though. Interesting. I don't know. Like, bad shit happens, you know? What would happen? What would have to happen for you to believe it's cursed? I honestly think like lights flickering, goo coming out of people's ears. That's just possession and taunting. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think I need some hard. It wouldn't just be like bad luck, Mm -hmm. you know? Because like that could be anything. Bad luck happens all the time. It does. That's true. So I just I feel like it would have to be a lot and really similar or coincidental or linked somehow mm. bad luck for me to think hey maybe this is not just bad luck maybe it's a curse mm. like the bunch of people that with Tutankhamun it is quite odd that they all died yeah within something the span. like that yeah you know what I mean it's pretty it's pretty hard to say oh it's just like a coincidence especially when it gets into realms of like they were like 40 and had a heart attack or like randomly smothered in their sleep yeah and no one knows who <laughs> by who yeah like yeah. That is, it's very unsettling. It is. This is true. This is true. But I don't know. I just, I just, curses just don't vibe for me. I just don't. I find them maybe, because it's so hard to prove, right? Like a yeah. ghost, if I saw a ghost, I'd be a little more convinced. If I saw a possession, a little more convinced. If I was cursed and it was just bad luck, mm. I still wouldn't believe it was cursed. You know what I mean? Like I still wouldn't believe it was happening to me, even if it was happening to me. Interesting. Yeah, it sounds like you got a case of the willful ignorance because yes. I know for a fact a ghost tugged on your sleeve. <laughs> That's true. And you that. were like, huh, something tugged still on my sleeve. Oh, well, <laughs> ghosts aren't real. <laughs> that was weird. But I don't know. I just, yeah, I just don't feel it in my bones. Look, there's no. I I can't do anything to sway your opinion yeah, other than true. give you this cursed object <laughs> right now that I have cur- pre-cursed, pre-loved, pre-cursed. So salt bombs, salt, salt bombs, bath, not salt s- bombs. Sorry, salt bath salt bombs. bombs yeah, Good lord, shit. sorry. Salt bath bombs, pre-cursed item we're selling as a package. Yes, exactly. So you can. You can give the curse to someone else, and then if you regret it, give them the salt bath bomb, or if you accidentally leak it onto yourself, whatever. Like, comes in one package. You know what I mean? We sell the like the poison and the antidote together. I like the idea. That's just good business. <laughs> That's a good business model. I like the idea that we're kind of connecting curses as if it's like germs. Like, if you touch it, then it's on you, and like you better like wash your hands. <laughs> Kind of, right? Or it's going to, like, what soak into you. spread, like this email business. (laughs) Look, that's true. That's true. Well, we've given it, yeah, we've given an antidote kind of. Beautiful. Um, Yeah, unfortunately, though, you listeners are cursed now. Yeah. Sorry about that. And we kind of don't email us. We can't help you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no refunds. No refunds. Sorry. (laughs) This has been the Hope Poke Pod. I'm Erica. And I'm Emily. See you next time. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Don't get cursed. (laughs) Hi, 
you've reached the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, it would be fantastic if you could rate us or leave a review. Or better yet, show us to some of your friends. Get the word out there about this spooky little podcast. If you want to know more about us or this episode, you can visit our website, thehokepokepod.com.au. We post updates, links, episodes, and any references we've mentioned, you'll be able to find them right there. We'd like to say a huge thank you to Giamo Timble for the amazing graphics and art that he's made for the podcast, as well as our undying appreciation to Robert P. Kelly, our marvellous and ever-patient editor. We love you, Rob. And finally, if you'd like to contact us, you can send us an email at hokepokepod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Feedback, episode suggestions, whatever takes your fancy, we will be there. Thank you so much for the support, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.